All right, we are here with Amina of Dream World Podcast. How's it going? It's going good. I'm excited to be here. Hell yeah. We uh, found each other on Instagram, and I really liked what you were putting out, and I'm glad we were able to connect. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's always good to meet other podcasters who love talking about dreams and like all the awesome stuff that comes with that. Right. And we're going to do like a, a crossover. So, of course, you have to go check out. I'm uh, Houston of Dreamstream. So, uh, yo, what's what's up over there? Oh, yeah. Dreamstream is cool. You, you have some really awesome dream stories on there. <laughs> Thank you. So how did it all begin with your uh, fascination with dreaming? I've been lucid dreaming since I was a child. Like, I've always had really vivid and cool dreams. I always thought they were interesting, but I never really thought it was, like, a big deal or anything. I was never, like, really paid attention to them. Um, and then after college, when I started studying, like, psychology and neuroscience and how the brain works and what happens when we sleep, like, I just got more interested in the dream stuff, which, you know, led me to find, like, a community of people that love talking about dreams and lucid dreaming and that kind of stuff. And then I started the podcast and, you know, it just kind of went from there. Hell yeah. So you actually have some college background. Damn! That's crazy. Yeah, that's way more than I have. I'm just like straight up over here like, yo, these dreams are wild. They're vivid as hell. I feel like I'm in alternate realities and I just got to talk about it. I mean, I did take a little bit of psychology in college, but (laughs) nothing near master's level. Yeah, no, psychology is cool. I mean, that's how it all started for me because it's just about like how are we all different and like in what ways are we like all kind of collective and our dreams you know Ooh, collective definitely so i've always kind of had this uh, thought that the dream world is some kind of interconnected subconscious like wi-fi almost like an organic wi-fi between our brains or something But obviously, you know, someone who is not super into it would probably be like, what? (laughs) Definitely. uh, Right. Because it seems like there's some electrical stuff happening up there, you know, (laughs) and uh, on a quantum level, uh, it's crazy. Even like with the, uh, you know, the meta on the horizon um it's like yo that that's already been around since uh, the caveman times it's dreams <laughs> yeah exactly dreams like have been legendary for centuries we're not like new to this we're just now catching up because they tell us so much about our lives and they it's like a life hack you know it can help you you know solve problems and get better at things and give you the next like step in your direction it's really like a tool and a gift that's been given to us and it's so underrated honestly it's also just something fun to start to pay attention to. Like we spend a third of our lives asleep. That's a long time. Holy shit. Right. An entire third of your existence. <laughs> yeah, it almost... Living there in the dream world part time. <laughs> right. Part time, full time. If you can manipulate time in the dream or something, I've heard some crazy shit about that. Same. Yeah. People spend dreams that feel like years and they grow up and they have kids and they go to get a job and all this stuff. And then they wake up and they're like, what the hell? It's been five minutes. And I just lived that <laughs> oh whole life. My God. It's crazy. Damn. I haven't gotten to that level yet, but holy hell, that sounds amazing. Oh yeah. I've heard some crazy dream stories. You wouldn't even believe <laughs> 
I would believe. I believe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've noticed you've had a lot of interesting looking guests. Um, Who are some of the people that you've interviewed? Honestly, some really cool people that have done like some really awesome stuff and have good knowledge and also just people that just love talking about dreams. But um, a couple people that I met on Clubhouse who have a lot of experience with like lucid dreaming and out of body experience. And now you who has your own podcast and just, you know, awesome (laughs) stories to share. So really, like, it's all valuable. Like, I just like to open up the conversation and stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. What would you say is like one of the craziest things that one of your guests has revealed to you? I've heard so many stories and so many crazy things, things that can't even be explained by like science or the laws of physics, you know, that just show us like how deep dreams really are. Like I've heard people talk about, you know, their prophetic dreams or they dream of something specific like somebody dreamt of their friend getting robbed and like literally a month later he got they got robbed in the exact same way to the point where he was like hey well in my dream it was some builders next door or whatever you know and it turns out it was actually those in real life so crazy shit like that damn prophecy dreams yeah exactly i feel like we all have this power it's just about how connected are you to your dreams like that was from a guy who's been recording his dreams for like 20 years he's got like 10 physical dream journals full of like dreams Oh my god. Yeah. Goals. Shit. <laughs> that is so crazy. I guess yeah, that kind of does get back into it. It's like the dream world is a way to step out of outside of time. And even I've noticed you talk about like visiting people that have passed away, which is kind of the opposite side of I guess of having a you know dream about the future. But that is also really uh amazing thing I think about dreams just being able to interact with those people we really cared about that aren't here anymore yeah for sure it's definitely so healing in that way because I feel like the dream world is kind of like a middle place you know where like we can not be inside our physical body and still interact with you know other types of entities and stuff like the dreams will help us look at the past the present the future all of it and anything that you want to like work on or accomplish you know whether you want to talk to somebody that's passed or just get closure on a situation your dreams can help you do that that's why I love it there's something out there for everybody yes and sometimes it's more uh it can be scary (laughs) yeah something can show up that you don't want (laughs) yeah for sure it can bring out your shadow but that's part of it that's part of the lesson you know like sometimes it's scary but we all have negative things that we need to confront yes and the dream world's a, a perfect place i mean unless you uh I don't know if it's out there, but I'm sure there's something powerful enough in the metaverse to potentially take over your body or something. But I mean, I think if you got to that level, you know, you're dealing with some (laughs) intense dream shit going on. I don't even know what to call that. Yeah. Demons. Yeah. I don't know. It definitely, there's so many questions out there, but you can definitely always wake up back into your body. Like we still have to go every day and live our lives in the regular real world. But the dream world definitely offers us like a perspective to how big the universe really is. Like we really just don't know. Exactly. It's crazy.
crazy with the the telescope and stuff recently how it's you know we got that crazy clear picture of what's out there it's like how is that even possible there's hundreds of millions of of galaxies with billions of stars in the galaxies it's like i mean yeah we haven't invented a stargator i mean maybe i don't know what the cia is doing for real but well, <laughs> as far as we know right yeah they're all they're like chilling on mars right now like drinking coffee like oh man i can't wait to tell these guys about literally <laughs> yeah but it seems like yeah the dream world would be a way to uh open your own portal within yourself and do some star traveling so have you ever had any out-of-body experiences i've had a few actually and i remember them all really vividly because it's just really hard to explain the feeling but i just have seen the the reality and the world from like different perspectives like i knew i was outside of my body i was like an energy looking over a space one time i was just like looking over like my neighborhood and i knew that my body was like sleeping in my bed trying to lucid dream and then I've also been in other types of rooms and something that I thought was really interesting that I've talked to a couple people that have had out-of-body experiences including near-death experiences and other types of out-of-body experiences through like dreams and stuff um, and they saw a similar thing which is what I saw was like a dark room with like a lot of TV screens and I've seen this type of room in an out-of-body experience and also in dreams just rooms with TV screens and all the TV screens had like different like realities or different like like a portal kind of it's really hard to explain because honestly like when you come back from an out-of-body experience it's just like a feeling and a knowing of like what there's out there but it's not something that we really are able to like put into words I've had my own out-of-body experiences and I've also talked to you know people on the podcast and in Clubhouse about like how you can learn to explore your consciousness through out-of-body experiences and a lucid dream is just a type of out-of-body experience, but you can do it through meditation, through psychedelics, you know? <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that reminds me of... Um was it Matrix Reloaded <laughs> when he goes into the architect all, all, all the fucking TV screens and shit yeah exactly I feel like that's a real type of place right that'd be yeah that's trippy to think about it like that it's like you walk into this central hub and there's all these different realities on these screens you can just like walk into them or something <laughs> like, yeah it's crazy hell yeah. so many people report seeing that like I feel like okay I made that up whatever I saw it but then I've talked to people who had near death experiences they were like in comas and shit and they're like, no, I saw that same type of place and, you know, I chose to come back, whatever. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of, do you think there are, are places where, or even in general, do you think that we can meet up with each other, like in the dream world and... Have you known anybody that's like actually remembered the same thing as someone else meeting in that space? Oh, 100%. Yes, I've seen it happen too. And I've had like small, really cool, unexplainable things happen to me as well. This isn't a new concept. Like if you've heard of the Monroe Institute, they work with like the CIA and stuff. Um, yeah, they used dreams and meditation and astral projection to like 
set targets for people to find while lucid dreaming and you know they needed more research and stuff like it's still catching up but they had some accuracy because like it's the concept that there is a collective space when we're dreaming and when we exit our bodies that we can all access and I've heard some cool stories like Robert Ragnar has a story of in his book of somebody who I used to do clubhouse rooms with and when he was in college he like had a dream and he tried to go searching for something for someone in his lucid dream and he found it and it was like he told her the next day like hey I found your thing it's here whatever and she was like whoa how'd you know that like shit like that and when I had a lucid dream recently my brother was in it and in my dream I was like trying to get him to become lucid because he lucid dreams too and I was just you know kind of experimenting so I was telling him like hey you're in my dream right now and he was reacting just like my brother would but he was kind of like you know I was like trying to convince him or whatever so to see like maybe the next day and we were in separate countries at the time and then the next day I texted him like hey I had a dream about you I didn't tell him what it was about I just wanted to see like you know if if he had like anything similar and he told me about his dream and he it was like in the same type of place we were in like this building next to a beach he said the same thing without me telling him anything and he was like yeah it felt like I was trying to become lucid like you were helping me but I was like in and out of lucidity like it wasn't that vivid for me so he didn't remember all the details because he wasn't fully lucid but he felt me trying to like help him you know interesting what that's fucking awesome <laughs> yes I think that's definitely the next level it'd be so intense if, if we got so good at it that like you know hundreds of people could all meet up somewhere and we all like create a plan to awaken everybody or some shit you know yeah it's probably like the next phase of the human consciousness evolution right the subconscious awakening eventually i mean i think it's definitely difficult for a reason because it's not supposed to just come easy you know we still have we're still attached to our waking life but it's definitely possible especially if two people are consistently trying to lucid dream and meet up together like i still try to do it with some of my lucid dream friends all the time and we've had we've gotten close like we've both been in like egypt at the same time and shit like that so there's definitely some overlap it's probably another good thing that it's hard because i'm sure there's some (laughs) demented people out there too that you wouldn't want them invading your uh space (laughs) i definitely think that like the more emotionally connected you are to people like family members friends like the more the easier it is you know because we're more like spiritually close to them oh that's cool yeah it's almost like your brain waves are kind of more synchronized exactly awesome well what would you uh or what are some of your craziest uh dreams that you've ever had i had this one lucid dream like months prior and it actually kind of happened in real life so i'll tell you the story it was like an apocalyptic town like apocalypse everywhere and you know type of scene and i was like scared at first i was like in the car it was like messy it was like you know all like rubble destroyed city type shit and then i became lucid so i was like oh okay well i'm not scared anymore i'm just gonna like explore right and um, the weird thing was I was with my friend and like we, he had just got a new car and it was really like it was messy or whatever in the dream. And there was like some little specific things that I remember. I always like pick up on the details just because you never know. Um, but we started like exploring and then there was like we entered like this abandoned house and there was like some people offering massages and just like different vendors and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> 
that was just cool because I was just like really exploring and just taking it in instead of trying to do stuff. Um, yeah. But then later in the dream, I just started like flying around and making money fall from the sky and whatever, you know, doing fun stuff. Nice. Yeah, but it was cool because then like a month later, I was like hanging out with that same friend and I didn't even realize, um, but he got a new car and like I got in his car and then he like said the same thing and we went to like a building. It wasn't like abandoned and apocalyptic, obviously, but it was like the same setup as the dream and like some of the same type of like stores and stuff. It was just like a really weird moment and he said like the same thing that he said in my dream. It was kind of just like a weird lineup moment. But Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Nothing like, like getting, getting a massage, massage in the apocalypse. Exactly. Yeah, it was very random. <laughs> I had another dream that I was lucid for a really long time, and I was talking to these people, and they were, you know, talking about yeah, like yeah, like you know, it was always kind of like the vibe that they were like, hey, we want to show you something, but you got to lay low because you're a human and you're a dreamer, and like dreamers aren't supposed to be here. But I want to show you stuff. He was like my friend or something. He was telling me like, yeah, like we were, you know, I've known you for like lifetimes or whatever and I felt like I knew him you know even though I had never reality seen him before but he was showing me around this big building and it was full of like people but they weren't like people they were like I don't know spirits like souls I don't know but he was like yeah this is where we come to watch earth and like check on you guys and we're rooting for you guys like there's so much shit going on right now and then it was those same tv screens again in this dream it was like a but this time they were like big movie screens and they were switching channels they were watching the dinosaur era like live like on tv and they were like yeah we can just like watch any time and place on earth that we want and they were like switching to like you know the dinosaurs to like the 60s to now to anything you know you know, all eyes are on earth type shit. And it was just some crazy lessons. So for like what felt like two hours of dream time, I was like asking them like existential questions about just like how life works. And they were talking about how it's like a school and like we have to come learn lessons and, you know, all this stuff. And they even showed me like future episodes of my podcast and stuff. And it it just was really like motivating and cool. That's incredible. That sounds like one of the most epic dreams you could ever have. (laughs) It's like you saw through the veil or something. Yeah, they were like giving me all these like universal secrets. So I was like, oh my God, this is cool. (laughs) It's like, whoa, is Jurassic Park playing? (laughs) No, this is like real. Yeah, no, that's literally what they were saying. That's what I was thinking too. They're like, no, this is real. Like, It's all happening right now. Oh, and you know what else they said that was so crazy? Anything in a movie that you see, like anything that any type of movie that you see exists somewhere, somehow in some dimension in the universe or in this world or I don't know, but it's real. Like the Matrix, that type of thing is real. Like everything somehow is real somewhere. You know, I don't know. They make it out to see media, movie, fiction, fake, but some of that shit, they be be spoon feeding you reality through films. You know what's like super fucked up about that (laughs) is for, uh, I don't even know, the past like 15 years or so, uh, the ring girl will show up in my dreams like every now and then and she straight up gets my ass. Like I I can never escape. Every time I see her, I'm like instantly frozen and it's just like game over. That's scary. Yeah, some dreams, like no matter how much you have them, they still just scare the shit out of you. Right? I'm like, what do I have to do? You gotta like, go further and ask her now. What is? What do you want from me? And then unlock girl, the level. Like, what? <laughs> yes, yeah, that's definitely uh, one of the top big big bads of my <laughs> dreamscape. There was one I had. I was like on a big warship, like kind of a big navy ship out in the middle of the ocean. 
and all the people on deck all ran over to the side rail and they're all pointing down and yelling and frantically screaming and, you know, running about. And I'm like, what? What the fuck, you guys? Like, what's the problem? And I go over there and I look down and straight up ring girl flies out of the water, latches onto the side of the boat and starts doing the crawl, you know, that she has where it's like legs over the shoulder. She's fucking crawling up the side of that shit. I'm just like, no, (laughs) like unexpected. And of course, when she gets over to the side or on top of the deck, everyone else, she completely ignores them and just starts crawling like right for my ass. And then. I just had to wake up because, you know, straight up got me again. But right. I was just like, what a weird scenario for you to show up. Like, this has nothing to do with any movie you've ever done. There's never been like Navy ring girl. Like, what the fuck is this? She's just there to terrorize you. You need to confront her next time. (laughs) Right. In about, you know, 20, 30 years, what do you think uh, is going to happen? Do you think science is going to kind of catch up with what's happening in our minds? I think so, because people are already starting to wonder what is consciousness? Like what happens after we die? There's a lot of scientific evidence behind reincarnation and a lot of these things that have been known for centuries. But it's also part of the whole structure of society. They don't want us to fully understand our potential and our, our mind's power because, you know, that allows us to not be as controlled but I think science is definitely catching up and it's going to also take a community of people who are exploring their own consciousness to kind of like make it grow but I think it's already happening for sure Right. I have seen some pretty interesting headlines. Sometimes I don't know if it's, you know, people just coming up with shit for clickbait or whatever, but it's like, oh, uh, you know, scientists in China were able to visually like record someone's dream and they could like rewatch it or something. It's like, whoa. Honestly, that that would be be so cool. I think about that all the time. I wish I could record my dreams and rewatch them. But that, I mean, I guess that's what a dream journal is for. But if you could watch it on TV, that would be cool. Straight up the fucking Matrix. (laughs) As long as it doesn't get so intense that if I die in the dream, I don't wake up. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think you always wake up. It's like default. (laughs) Then I blacked out completely and I was like, am I dead? Am I alive? Like it took me like a whole five minutes to start to feel my body again. Like, oh, I'm asleep. That was a dream. I didn't even realize. Oh, weird. So you're just like, you just hear your own voice and just a, like a yeah, black hole or something. Yeah, into a black void. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I don't even have a green body anymore. Whoa, that's cool. It's like the loading screen. Yeah, literally. <laughs> that's, that's great. So I think it would be cool to kind of end on like some helpful techniques. I mean, I don't have a, a whole lot. I'm still kind of working on becoming better at developing a routine and trying different uh, techniques. But um, I've been using mugwort, which really seems to uh, amplify my <laughs> dream experience. Uh, one time I definitely, when I first got it, I took too much. <laughs> and it was, of course, you know, Ring Girl saw that as like a, oh yeah, we go, <laughs> we gotta get them now. <laughs> and uh, I had like an, an out of body, but there was like a rope on the side of my bed. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what's this? Yeah, you know, I like start pulling on it. And then it ended up just being Ring Girl hair. And she like came up out <laughs> from under the bed and like woke me up and I was like oh what the fuck I was almost there but um what kind of uh 
what do you, you you use to help you become lucid? Yeah, I love mugwort too. I I drink my tea a lot during the week, and um, it's cool. You know, it always adds extra vividness effect to it. I also record all my dreams. Like it's an overall practice for me. It's not just about lucidity. So I just write down all my dreams um, and look over them and you know give attention to them or whatever. And I just you know incorporate it into my night routine to like set intentions and like um, research a lot and incubate the idea of becoming lucid. It's like for me it's all about mindfulness like I do reality checks throughout the day but really mindful ones where I like you know just take a second to just like observe and take it in and think about becoming lucid and stuff so kind of setting the intention throughout the day while doing reality checks and yeah sometimes I do like techniques like wake back to bed and stuff but for the most part I just kind of just incubate it all day long okay yeah I talked a little bit that about that on my last episode I was kind of looking into the lucid dream subreddit (laughs) it says some interesting stuff but yeah setting the intention was a big one and i also think uh yeah having a dream journal is just so important because it's kind of like you're just mapping out your minds and the more you can you know illuminate those dark places the better i think grip you have on you know what's happening within within you and what you need to work on or where you might want to explore that's such a good way to put it because yeah you're really mapping it out you you can go back to dreams and you can make connections and find patterns within your dreams that if you weren't writing them down you probably would have forgotten and so I always write them down first thing in the morning while it's fresh like it's just a habit that really pays off over time and you the more you start writing them down the more you start remembering the wake back to bed thing is pretty interesting too it's like usually happens to me when I first wake up and I'll still have like a couple of hours where I don't actually have to wake up and within that little time frame, it's like sometimes I'll just go and do a whole freaking reality for what feels like a long time. And then when you wake up out of it, you're kind of like, wait, what the hell just happened? Yeah, it's crazy. Like there's so many things that can happen as a side effect, like sleep paralysis and false awakenings and out of body experiences. You really, you never really know, you know, lucid dreams or even just a regular dream or a nightmare. And it's, all about just kind of taking in whatever the dream world gives you and like just experiencing it one common thing i've seemed to notice across the dream world is these weird um like shadow people have you ever had any contact with them i call them the dream police (laughs) exactly that's totally what they are they come to ruin all the lucid fun so many people say like oh they told me i wasn't supposed to be here they kicked me out like and the in my dream that my friend he was like yeah don't tell those people that you're lucid they you know the dreamers aren't supposed to be here i feel like there's definitely like they have their own set of laws and sometimes when yes. we become lucid, we just cause havoc and do crazy shit and kill people and whatever, you know, exert our ego into their space. That's crazy. I've never really thought about that as the dream police, but that makes perfect sense. <laughs> All right. Every time they show up, you kind of know you're like, oh, shit, I'm busted. Like, here yeah, they are. I've felt them like pull me out of my dream before. Damn, we might have to try to uh, infiltrate the sh- <laughs> the shadow dream police headquarters one time. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, I've learned you got to be sneaky. You know, when I become lucid, I explore. I like don't make a scene. I just try to like ask around, try to blend in, you know, that's how you right. They won't notice. They'll think you're just a normal dream character of dream world. Ooh, just become an NPC. <laughs> I really like uh, the movie Inception. I thought it was a great 
I wish there was more movies like it, but I mean, I think one thing though that they didn't really dive into was yeah, kind of that chaoticness. I mean, I guess the whatever briefcase they had to, you know, set up their dream was they would want to control everything as much as possible, but I think it'd be funny if there was a a sequel instead of being so kind of corporate business style like you know leonardo DiCaprio like busts in on a fucking unicorn or some shit like just totally going off the rails fantasy inception 2 yeah that would be cool more realistic because you never know what you're gonna get i was in like a medieval town the other day in my dream (laughs) right yes yeah i think they can have a lot of fun with that that's a legendary dream movie for sure so are there any other um, like herbs that you use that other than mugwort? Yeah, there's a there's a bunch. So there's mugwort, there's Kalea Z, which is a Mexican dream herb. There's blue lotus flower, which is like been used for like centuries in different cultures. And um, it's just like a regular flower that has a like, um, psychedelic dream properties. And you can mix them all together with the mugwort and make a tea. What Jack does is he rolls them up in like into like smokable joints or you can just buy the oh, herb. Nice. Yeah. And there's <laughs> also um African dream root, which is like this bitter root that you chew on that helps your dreams. Um, so there's a lot of natural herbs out there. Um, and also B6, which is just your regular over-the-counter supplement. I use B6 a lot in the morning, which is good for like energy and stuff, but it does help your dreams a lot as well. It's known for that. Oh, that's awesome. I'm definitely going to, uh, you said dream joint. Yeah. The dream Nice. Yeah. I'm going to have to go check that out. Cause I really want to, uh, experiment with some different ones. Yeah, he's got really good, like, natural sources, so that's why I trust it. Um, Because, you know, if you already have a good dream work practice, it's good to experiment um, with different stuff, but... Hell yeah. I don't think I've ever, like, smoked a a fucking dream herb yet. That sounds like it would be really intense. Yeah, you know, whatever, everyone's different. Like, some people, it's good for people who smoke a lot of weed, and weed suppresses your dreams, so... I've noticed that. Yeah, Yeah. so it sucks for people who want to have more lucid dreams, but the dream joints are cool for that because then if you're trying to quit, you can just, you know, help that habit with a dream joint and actually have more dreams. Yeah, I have noticed that's been one of my motivations for, you know, smoking less weed or something like that, because it's, it's almost like the uh, the dreams are an organic way of you know, tripping balls or whatever you want to do. Um, and it's even crazier. Cause yeah, like we've been talking about, you can straight up go into alternate realities and have whole experiences and live lives and all that shit. So exactly. Yeah. It definitely takes some discipline trip. and some balance cause it's a trip of its own and you can smoke weed in your dreams too. And that's yes. always fun. <laughs> right. I've definitely had a couple of those before and it, Definitely felt like uh, I was the same effect. Like, it's weird. It's crazy. Yeah, it's so realistic. Our brains register the experience the same way. You can even learn things in your dream. If you practice like skills, there have been like studies of like a gymnast team and like different sports teams. There was like a ski team and they had this study where they would practice stunts in their lucid dreams and they got better in real life. Like your brain registers like the neural pathways the same way. What? 
What? Damn. So you're straight up building pathways in the in the dream world and transferring them into the real world. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> Science. Yeah. That's like some major shit too. It's like, uh, teach me how to fly this helicopter. And he just like closes his eyeballs like, all right, got it. Yeah, literally. It's like creative mode. You don't get hurt. You can like mess up, break your leg, try again. <laughs> right. Yep. Hit reset. Start it over. Blow out the cartridge. <laughs> oh, that is so awesome. Well, it has been super great talking to you about all of this. Awesome. Yeah. And for any of my listeners, they can go submit their dreams to your dream stream podcast. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I get some pretty weird <laughs> dream submissions every now and then, but I'll take it, man. Whatever you guys want to send, send to my email, dreamstreampodcastgmail.com. I'll uh, do my best to give it a cinematic quality. Well, Amina, you have an excellent evening, and I hope that you continue to evolve into you know, your ultimate dream warrior self. Thank you. You as well. I wish you the best in the podcasting journey, and we'll definitely have to catch up again sometime soon. Yes, let's do it. All right. Well, peace out.